I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have David Siegel on the line. He's the founder over at Cutting Through the Noise. Uh, David, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, nice to talk to you. So I'm excited to get more into some of the projects you're working on over at Cutting Through the Noise. And in general, I know you're an accomplished entrepreneur. have launched a lot of businesses, so uh, excited <laughs> to have you on the line. Um, but before sure. we do that, let's, let's get a little bit more into your background. So uh, how did you get started really in business and as an entrepreneur? Uh, I've only worked for one company, my entire one, you know, other company that I didn't start, and that's Pixar in 1986. So it's the first year of Pixar. It wasn't it wasn't studios then, uh, and since 1987, I've been on my own. Spent 20 years in Silicon Valley, uh, in this in the startup uh, world there, and and have been just starting my own companies ever since. So obviously, you know, you 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 basically grew up there, right? In terms of uh, in terms of your business and business experience. Uh, so you've seen a lot of changes, especially Pixar. I mean, all, all throughout the line. I mean, you're really in the hotbed of where technology kind of that innovation was happening. Um, so that being mm-hmm. said, um, you have with your vantage point now um, as an entrepreneur and doing other things. What kind of tips would you give to some of those new tech entrepreneurs that are coming out, that new breed that's maybe a year or two out of college? Sure, Adam. Well, I, the main thing I've studied is failure. Um, I've gotten good at failing, <laughs> and we talk about fail fast. And that means as an entrepreneur, you're going to get cut by the blade. Uh, you know, if if you think it's just the, the Google story is going to happen to you and coming out of grad school, you're going to hit the jackpot. Um, that's, you know, the odds against that are so long that it's not realistic. So so I my advice to people is nothing happens unless someone sells something. The number one cause of failure in startups, if you want to start a company, is failure to make the sale. And it's not important to be incredibly innovative or to have the coolest tech or to be fully debugged. Most successful companies started with a little thing that wasn't very good. Even the Google search engine started. It was not particularly good, but they made the sale, and that leads to uh, you know, cash flow, which, which prevents death of companies. Um, so I'd rather give my money as an angel investor. I'd rather give my money to a marketing guy or gal with an idea who doesn't have that much execution, but you know I can find an entrepreneur, I can find an engineer or you know software people to work with, than to give the money to the idea person or the engineer who has an idea but really doesn't understand what the market will buy. Oh, that makes so much sense. I mean, I see that all the time, and I think what kind of uh, what kind of to a lot of the generation of new tech entrepreneurs was the whole change in model of just of you know acquiring eyeballs and figuring out how to monetize it later. I think that ruined yeah. a lot. I think that ruined a lot of great entrepreneurs from thinking that that was like a permanent model, and that that's how and that's how it's 
Like all of business has now changed forever. I don't, and, and so what you just said is so fundamental, but I have to juxtapose it against what I said so that people can understand that it's, it's basically saying we got to get back to the bit. We got to get back to the basics. I'm not saying that, you know, eyeballs don't matter. They do. But um, if you can, if you can sell something, get a, get a client and like, there's still something to be said of to monetizing on the front end or learn or knowing where you're going to sell your data and already having those outlets um, available. On the yeah. Front end. You can burn through a lot of investor cash to waiting for critical mass to show up and some future revenues to maybe save you. But mostly you'll be in fundraising mode the whole time. Yeah, and that'll, and that'll dictate how successful people perceive you to be, right? <laughs> Even, um, and it just, so not, you just hear about the successes. There's tremendous success by it. You don't hear about all the people who kept raising and raising and it just didn't work because it just fundamentally just didn't catch. No. It's awesome. Great, great advice, David. Um, let's switch it up a little bit. I want to get into a little bit more into what you're doing over at uh, Cutting Through the Noise. So what kind of projects are you working on nowadays? I started a blog called CuttingThroughTheNoise.net, which is to help people think better using data rather than their own opinion. So that got started because about 30,000 people wrote an essay I wrote called uh, called InReality.show about how to think and how to look at problems. Uh, and that's just kind of a side fun thing. I've got a little uh, Telegram community around that, and, and uh, I'm a big on rationality and like to help people think rationally and use data science to make better decisions. But, but my big focus has changed since the Libra announcement. The Facebook Libra announcement got me mm -hmm. so excited because I spend a lot of time on the blockchain. I've started two blockchain companies now, and digital money is going to be a real thing. I think if you go forward 20 years, all the dollars, euros, and pounds, uh, and yen, everything will be digital. Uh, China has already announced their digital currency coming out in the next few months. So the race is on. So I'm uh, trying to get in the middle of the fray. I give uh, online webinars about Libra, and I'm writing a book on digital money. And I've got a blog called permissionlessfinance.com, where I'm talking about the, the news stories and sending out a newsletter on digital money, which I think is going to be a huge revolution. Mm. Any kind of any kind of you know other trends in that area you care to talk about a little bit deeper? Because it's I mean it's just moving so fast. Well, I've been in blockchain for more than four years, Adam, and so I think smart contracts are going to be a big deal. And you don't see them that much, and you don't interact. How many people has actually interacted with a smart contract? I mean, I I certainly have, but but most people haven't. But but I think in a couple of years, you'll just do it without even knowing it. You're doing it just through an app on your phone or something. And that's that's what we call decentralized finance. And that involves, you know, eliminating the middleman from finance. So that's Wall Street. You know, we're talking about disintermediating Wall Street and making financial products cheap and easy and available and easy to, to, to not just acquire, but to trade. And that brings liquidity I think that might change the world quite a bit. Mm, that's interesting. Uh, so, David, I mean, um, I know you're working on a lot of projects, a lot of companies going. If somebody wants more information mm -hmm. or to follow you, um, what's the best way mm -hmm. for them to connect? I have two blogs, uh, permissionlessfinance.com and cuttingthroughthenoise.net. They share the same newsletter. So, so that would be good. I'm also on poll. You know, I'm, I've written five books. And my last book was called Pull, about the shift from pushing products, you know, down the supply chain to pulling them, which we do through Amazon every day now. 
And uh, that that gave me the Twitter handle Pull News. So on Twitter, I'm at Pull News. Fantastic. Uh, David, well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work you're doing over at Cutting Through the Noise and also what you're doing um, in the monetary space. Um, super interesting stuff. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, David, thanks again for coming on the show.